You can just turn your mic. I passed a big test today. I forgot my phone, and I don't give up. I had a question about the Turn your mic. Microphone. All right. Um, What good is it to the town council members to be members if we say in front of them, well, we have to say something right now, but you can't hear it. Some things, though, the business related. Well, not even that, but if there's something personal or private that we don't want to share publicly, we're still allowed to do that. Oh, thank you, Mr. Sensitivity. You're right. Hey, Kenny, we do it there. You can't go wrong with the Google card, Joe. Uh, They're coming up tonight for a week. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. I don't trust it. Kenny, I have a, I I would like it if you could go to my latest tweet and I'd like your. uh, These guys, people pay them. You understand that people pay them to fix their lawnmowers and These are the two goofy nephews from Texas. And they're both mechanical genius. Find an outboard motor and get get it working in about thirty seconds. Oh, he he took three Johnsons and turned it into one, and, and sent it down the road, and it was perfect. Everything about it was perfect. Three Johnsons. The uh, the well, tweet. You know how it is with those old Johnsons. Mm-hmm. You your kid and your Johnson. Was that, I I to this day I don't know if you guys were putting me on with that or is that a was that's that a, a real, real ad? That was a real ad from the. 70s? 70s, yeah. Kenny, the latest tweet is at the mayor's expense, so I think you will enjoy it. What is it? I don't have my phone. I tweeted out a photo of your very expensive to-do list today. What? Oh, <laughs> God. Bank. Bank. <laughs> Rook and I both looked at each other and said, God, he is up. <laughs> Someone wants to know if... Uh, you need to go to the bank because you're going to buy all those Trump NFT cards. There's no more to be had. Kenny <laughs> sold them out. I know. I saw that. What's with uh, Musk banning these reporters? No. Well, he's hiding behind the fact that he thinks they're creating an assassination. You know what you situation is? You should research this topic, and then we should start talking about it. Because well, I read this story, and it turns out that. He's really PO'd about people tracking his plane, and he's using, what if somebody assassinated him? Well, well uh, one of them, uh, somebody tweeted, or no, what was it? There was some sort of attempt on a relative or a kid or a nephew or something um, that started all this. I'm going to quote a kid I used to have. I'm even interested in Twitter than I am in the World Cup. <laughs> but the problem with that is I don't know, there there's not a problem with it. But social media shaping public opinion. That's that's the issue. Yep. Which is a real problem. Yeah. Yeah it is. Wasn't there a local guy that got suspended? Yeah, boys tweeted something and Tom retweeted them. Some city pages guy. Does city pages still exist? I think so. Oh. Hey, what are my ads? I wonder. Let me look it up. City pages. Did you see the piece today on Seavers? In the sports section? Yeah. Hockey player? Yeah. What do you think of all that? Did you read the whole thing? Or no, did you just... I did not read it. Well, they're talking about how they're a physical team now and a team to be feared and uh, they chase down the puck and et cetera, et cetera. 
The guy's and, a punk. He's in the league because he's a moron, and he put his shoulder into that guy's face. I don't care what you say. It was a dirty play. I'm shocked he didn't get a penalty. And uh, Evanson loves Are we him. live? Because I have something really important to say that I don't want the town council people to hear because it's so personal. We are live. Uh, it appears that City Pages hasn't tweeted in over a year, or almost a year. Can I have my ads? Sure can. Okay, uh, she's, she's getting warm in here. Good. Uh-huh. Oh. I'm going to get you a shawl for Christmas. Yeah, you need to wear a snowmobile suit. I'll give you my dick pickle coat. You can wear that in here. Somebody asked me, Kenny, that they were unfamiliar with that term. Well, I didn't make it up. No, I know, but what's it mean? That's what people like Kenny call articats, oh. snowmobiles. Can I have my ad? Joe, you're gonna have frat, yeah, eco, yeah, lamb. Yep. Go, Joe. Kenny, all I need from you today is a seafoam. Rook, I need a spiral out of you. Spiral, how do you like that new email program? I haven't switched over yet. Whoops. You just reminded me. I need to do that. I am not a fan. Can you turn these off? Is it? Uh, when, I, when I sign up, you have to, there's an authenticator on your phone. Oh. You have to open this authenticator up, enter in your password, and then allow the emails to fire up, and then enter in your password again. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, it's... Uh, well, I don't even, I, I have my Gmail on my phone, but I don't want my work. Email. It's just as bad as getting into ADP. <sighs> that's not, that's, that's, that's not good. We didn't do time cards this week. I know, because it's ADP. ADP. Oh, that's right. You better look at that. Maybe I'll be in a better mood. <laughs> Maybe I won't be. You never know. Well, how, how do you decide? Why? That had to cost about a hundred bucks. That place is expensive. I love raising canes. Where is you really? I had it last time I was down there, and I, I wasn't. Oops, I'm sorry. I went to Robert, but they're they're everywhere now. Isn't there one right here by campus? Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. I need a, at least a minute. I need a hero. I need a lover. If you're, you need a plumber, John, you need a hero. Crazy. Oh, I need to know what, exactly what days you guys plan on working the week between Christmas Tuesday, and Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's for sure. Yep. Okay. Copy that. Right. Yep. Yeah. When do you want your refresher course? You know who's losing four. out? I almost swore. <laughs> Only I didn't say fudge. The people losing out on your obsession with being at work and not taking vacation days. You know who's losing out? Ooh. And they're going to lose out for a long, long time, long after you're gone. Ooh. It's your family. Are you out of your mind? Spend oh, time with your family. That's all yes. I do. And your grandkids. Oh, Try crazy. to be loving. They live give, in them, our house. Right. give them good memories. They have their own rooms. Stop being a grouch and they a screwed grinch. <laughs> Jeez, so I open, had one, and then it was taken. Open up my, to your family. My they're, uncle they're passed away you. in his sleep Wednesday night. What? What? My uncle passed away in his sleep Wednesday night. Did you give him his ads Is this yet? a joke? No, no. Did you no. give him his ads yet? No. 
Why? Oh, I was What's coming up on the right. No, I knew. I thought you were going to go. How old was he? How old was he? Seventy-four. Ooh. Fudge. He, What's wrong with he him? He had some health complications. It was almost inevitable. Was he a big guy? Not really. What were his health problems? He was a lifetime smoker. Arm boy. You had your emphysema going. Um. What's on your mom's side or your dad's side? Uh, this would be my mom's sister's husband. Your mom's your sister's mom. husband is not your uncle. Well, okay, Wait, sure. Your mom's yeah, it is. Sisters, yeah, yeah. That's your uncle. Is she's auntie. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's sure. That's my that's uncle Al. In fact, she's my godmother. Yeah. What's coming up on the right? Yeah. That is sad. Seventy-four. Yeah, but he, it was, like I said, it was one of those things where his health was just going down. Well, it can so, happen to anybody. I mean, if you're 74, that's, that's a good run. Like was a he in the hospital? Rat. No, he was at home. Wow. That's a bad scene. <laughs> Let's do a show. I'm doing yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Why do you even tell I, us? I don't that's even know why I mentioned it. For off oh, the air. I mentioned it because uh, I don't want to hear about aren't it. Aren't you 74? No, no I'm not. Not the only yet. reason I mention it is because we were talking about days off. So uh, what next Wednesday, I might be in a pickle. Did he have a, an estate plan with Eckberg Glamours? You doing an no. anyway? He didn't. Uh, did he have an estate plan? I'm sure he did. Yeah. Sneak over there and yeah. grab the stuff you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although he was a whiz. He could detail. He Get that old cars. double barrel, Chris. Oh, yeah, he was that a big double barrel. He, uh, he loved detailing cars, man. He was so good. Okay, what kind of cars did he leave? Okay, behind? now you just, you've really? just thrown down what the gauntlet. Because Reaver, oh, you're. That's uh, my brother, right now. Go ahead, you know who? No, because I know. Let the guy have some peace here. It's my brother. I know, but don't worry I don't want anyone. It had to be a 63 split window, and that would be cost prohibitive. You know who thinks he's the best? Dealer, detailer, and all the land, don't you, Reavers? The guy sitting across the table from me? Mr. Shiny Boy. <laughs> Reaver, rookie? That's a tough nickname. Shiny Forehead? Mr. Shiny Forehead. Uh, My brother will know. Stradalone's Hardware and Garden Store is going to work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Stradalone's Hardware. We're here next week. What are you worried about? There. This needs to be done. Just give me a second. You know what I learned from uh, Derek on Vice Grip Garage, and it works really well. SOS pads take yeah, off surface rust, yeah. and I used it on the skis on that uh, sleigh. It really worked well. Cleaned them right up. Fratelloni Shardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> Are you ready, Joe? Do, do, All right. Do, do, do. Such rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 982, December 16th, 2022. We hit 58 degrees on this day huh. in 1939, and it was 22 below in 1876. From the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the roof. Here is your flashlight pin, fireworks sniffing, and the keeper of common sense, your man, Joe Sushir. You know, I was just thinking, I'll have to look it up. I've given you the last 60, and I gave you the last 70. I bet we hit 50 in all 12 months of the year. 
Oh, good point. Sure. I bet we hit a 50 really? in all 12 months of the year. What well, certainly that? through December you do. I know we have one in January. Well, then we get it all 12 months of the year. We get 50. Isn't that a fine way to look at and it? And I remember that because it was the first January that I lived in the Twin Cities. The That's Christmas uh, the Christmas salutations are arriving at the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. We've got another one too in there. Billy Stein writes, with Christmas season fast approaching, the Women's Council of Our Lady of Lard Lake Church is busily preparing for their annual Christmas bazaar. You'll note, uh, you'll note that most other churches have Christmas bazaars, but this being Lard Lake, considering the antics of the participants and the quality of the bake sale goods, crafts, and entertainment, it's bizarre. Big Ernie and his lovely wife Paula will portray Mr. and Mrs. Santa. Father Sven will be St. Nick, the kids of the Wednesday night catechism class will perform their annual Christmas pageant. Jennifer Takachi will be Mary. Hunter Winchester will be St. Joseph. And the Batchetler twins, Smith and Wesson, will be the shepherds. My pup Tilly and our three-legged cat Scruffy will portray the animals. Molly Eagle Feather will be the angel. And once again, the babies will be, be portrayed by a 60-watt soft white light bulb. All of your friends at Lard Lake, wish you a happy Thanksgiving, a blessed Christmas, and a much improved New Year. Mm. Bill's time. Julia, lovely Julia, okay. uh, sent the beautiful card with the picture of the kids. See? Yep. See the kids? Yeah. And she notes, as a former frequent emailer, I've become too busy to write, but I never miss a podcast. I will, however, attempt to humbly introduce our Garage Logic family. Left top corner, Benjamin reminds us of Chris, since he is our athlete. Although he's bright, there are definitely days when we put coins in the scan bucket for this one. <laughs> Standing behind Benjamin is Emily. At 24, she is socially surrounded by liberal Lakers, but she is never afraid to push back. Right top corner, Joshua is most like the mayor. Oh, wait, let me look at him. Oh, Good-looking kid. He is persnickety. Follows a strict routine of 15-minute daily walks along with cookies before bedtime. Nice. Left bottom bottom corner. Yep. That uh, is Ryan. He's immensely more conservative than your guitar-playing newsman. However, because he is the middle child, he is usually too late. When Ryan rambles on about current events, he reminds us of Mr. Height as they both experience peers who are completely hmm. Right bottom corner. Michael. Let me see Michael. Yep. Uh, what does he know? Uh, he's a twin, but nothing like Joshua. He's rookie, our lovable, easygoing child. When serious stuff and discussions begin, Michael continues to shovel food into his mouth, shrugs his shoulders, and remarks, Fair enough, everyone. Pass the taters. Hashtag goals. Standing next to Michael is Mary, the youngest. Our sweet but moody adolescent can be discovered complaining at the crappy coffee shop most days. For now, we have decided to keep her. And, and, and uh, Julia goes on to say that uh, God bless from the rural side of Minnesota. <laughs> and we got the annual milfoil Christmas trees from the lake. I love, that. I love when he takes pictures. He decorates the, the uh, Christmas trees with milfoil. I have some additional notes on the word. Brooklyn Center. Huh? That's what? one word. One word. What? Milfoil? milfoil. Yeah. I have some uh, uh, additional information. On the uh, Brooklyn Center mural. Okay. Well, where in the hell did I, I still have yet to receive any 
return contact. By the way, I wouldn't hold your breath, bro. No. Remember, I read the early, I read the email yesterday about the fellow who has conducted live shooting drills in Brooklyn Center and didn't want his name used. Mm-hmm. He follows up and says, "Thanks for reading my message on the air." By the way, I finally saw a photo of the mural and could not pass up sharing a sad yet comical example of the failed academy. On the mural, it says, blue lives don't exist. And they spell exist, E-X-S-I-S-T. Oh, no. So in the failed academy, not only do you have the profane and vile uh, mural, but you can't even spell. Fail. And, that, and you can't call that a typo. A typo of a hand-painted mural that doesn't exist. Is that just how they that's, felt they should spell it? That's just somebody being stupid. Yeah. Way to go, dummies. Well, I mentioned yesterday, and I don't think it was a joke, when the guy had posted, they really closed school today, and he spelled it out, closed. Yeah. Yeah. That's some things you want. And uh, I know this fellow, but he wants his name withheld. I wanted to comment on your pod. You all know him. I wanted to comment on your podcast when you were discussing the mural at Brooklyn Center High School that is supporting hate. I'm using a fake name in this email out of fear of retaliation retaliation or termination for my job. I work in education in a neighboring district not far from Brooklyn Center. When these kinds of things happen or the equity training that we employees are forced to participate in, it is all we seem to be taught that as white people, we are wrong. No matter what we do, it's wrong. When Kenny asked why anyone pushing back or stopping this, I can tell you it is out of fear. Fear of losing your job, fear of being labeled as a racist, fear of harm or persecution. We are basically forced to sit by and say nothing. As a conservative-minded person in education, you need to keep your mouth shut or you will be labeled. You will be treated differently by your peers and coworkers. I've seen it happen firsthand. When those of us who are like-minded want to push back against this atrocity in the failed academy, we are silenced from doing so out of fear. We know who we are. We give each other a look or a nod and talk quietly among ourselves and make sure nobody is listening from around the corner and will jump out as labelless as racist. Trump-loving conservative, just because we are opposed to how the failed academy is supporting the terrible disservices to our students. But like a lot of us, we love what we do in this field and value our jobs as educators and support personnel, which is why we stay quiet and keep trying to push back in our own way. We still care about the students, encourage and support their development as young scholars, but not in ways that we know will hurt them more than will help them. It is the sad reality we face, but we deal with it because our career field with 90% of the left and mysterious is rising daily. I could tell you stories about how the union encourages people. I've actually walked out of meetings where they were spewing their propaganda before the election. But there are GLers in education. We know where we are. We will say good luck and know exactly what that means. Trying to push one day at a trying to push back one day at a time from the Stadley Field Academy. And uh, mm. how that grim. sad is Grim. It's grim. That's what grim is. And yet it's also not shocking. I mean it. It's seeping into every aspect of our lives. But I'm telling you, the failed academy is at the this. Oh, absolutely. You all know that, fellow. And so I trust that you know, uh, there's not a doubt in my mind that he was telling us the, 
the absolute truth. Well, it goes back to Joe when talking about before the show. When Liz Collins joined us and what she told us about the way that the media is, it, it, all of this is happening all around us. I really want to wean myself off local news and television. I was telling Reavers before this show, I'm noticing a, uh, uh, what's the word I want? An oxygen. Trend? No, a trend, I guess. The worse the world gets, the lighter the newscasts are becoming. <laughs> Yeah. The worst, the new. Yeah. Is that an axiom? Say that again. That's an axiom. The worst the world gets around us: the failed academy, the eighteen billion dollars surplus, what have you, crisis at the border. The worst the world gets. The worst this country gets. The lighter the newscast. And you know, now that mm-hmm. you mentioned that, one thing I'm noticing too is, well, we'll talk about the devastation in Ukraine, yep. and then the awkward transition into. How to keep your pets safe during the holidays. Exactly. They treated the $18 billion surplus story with all of the gravity they would give a large record pumpkin grown in Anoka. Yeah. There was just no difference. Is it condescension or is it just, uh, is it the producers aren't that smart? Well, their objective is to keep as many eyeballs. Well, they're becoming like the failed academy. It's the marketing. You have to, yeah, you have to toe the mark here. Because we believe this is how we're going to accomplish ratings. And so we heard a bit of this from Liz Collins. And you Collins. can see Collins. You can see it when you watch a Channel 4 newscast. There is obviously a quota of different uh, backgrounds that must be seen on the news, whether it's newsworthy or not. And anyway, I, I, I haven't really thought about it and won't think about it a great deal. But the world gets the more meaningless the local news. There's a big debate going on a week or so ago on social about the lack of coverage of the luggage dealer. And all yeah. that, that, that didn't get a lot of major. And I, from what I understand, I don't know personally, but what I understand, a couple of stations mentioned. Well, look at the coverage. Look at the lack of coverage the food fraud scheme gets. Right. If I ran a newspaper or a television station, I'd be on that every day. But they're Somalis, so I suppose we keep hands off. Right. The president is in town. But yeah. we've got guys like Jay Coles going. No, I understand. People, I understand. They bury his stuff in the middle of the newscast. You know, Leiden does a good job too. Leiden's another good guy. Yeah. You know? Well, there are going to be exceptions. I understand that. Yeah. In the case of Jay, covers something, and then. Somebody he covers will say something outrageous, and then Jay will get blamed for saying it when Jay never once uttered the words, but yet he's the one that got hammered. But the same fools who reacted only tardily to the food fraud scam are the same people who have an 18 million surplus. And they don't have it, but they get away with calling it a government surplus or a budget surplus. It is neither, it is an abundance of misappropriated taxpayer money. It's not their money. And if Walls has the balls to try and say, seem grandiose by sending you a wall check, you ought to be vilified. Well, That's what, not his money. He, he is being vilified, but he does care. Where were we? Oh, media. Failed to catch. Oh, don't get me going. Do we need more our deals? Is that what we need? I you know who that is? Let me turn to the Trump phenomenon. That isn't getting a lot of coverage. 
Are you kidding me? I didn't see it. Did I miss it in the local newspapers? Oh, maybe it wasn't. I didn't see anything. Huh. It, it, it was getting a lot of attention. Well, I, I had nine and five on this morning. I didn't see anything. Nothing. Oh, okay. And Reavers, yes, sir. you were right again. Thank you. I said, I anticipated that no one would buy this phony bullshit. BS, I'm sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. You're making me work this week. Get rid of that, Larry. <laughs> but it's sold out. Do the math. That's damn near five million he made yesterday. Four and a half, Joe. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully, your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington. Yeah. With an important announcement to make. That's enough. I'm doing my. That's enough. Dear Mayor, I have found your lead. Boy, and people are nailing me for this. Why? Well, you'll find out. Dear Mayor, I found your lead story yesterday about Donald Trump's latest endeavor to get people to buy a fake card for 99 bucks and maybe have an opportunity to play golf with him. Pretty humorous, but at the same time, rather ingenious. Who wouldn't want to be with the greatest president of all time on the first tee box at one of his many golf courses? <laughs> It reminded me of a similar sales pitch by a fake mayor of a fake town Whoa. somewhere in a fake county to be part of a fake town council for a mere 100 bucks annually. Ingenious. <laughs> I personally never bought into either sales pitch, but have to give you, I have to give credit to both of you capitalists for your pursuit of the American dream. God bless America and the freedom to make money any way you can uh, within the boundaries of legalism. Enjoy the show and get a good laugh at least once per show, Doug the Barber. P.S. If this gets read at all, I will be surprised. But if it perchance is, I will have my laugh of the day. All right, Doug, I just gave you your laugh. Of the day. I don't know that they're comparable. I mean, we're actually offering something. That's true. As weak as it may be. And Stein again writes, I was listening to Thursday's podcast, and I have to say Trump is pulling a bit. Far from being a pathetic, penniless creature, he's the P.T. Barnum of our age. Yeah. I would go so far as to say that I believe he listens to your podcast and your membership drive for the town council inspired him to make his pitch. He even beat you by a buck, 99 versus $100. Ooh. We all profited when he was president. Like you always say, we will wish for the preceding politician over the next backass we get. I would not vote for him again in the primary with so many other good candidates available. However, if any of my relatives are listening, I would be happy to receive a membership to the count, town council from Christmas. Bill Billy, Billy just doesn't want to let go of that 10 bucks. Dan writes, had my best laugh today in a long while. You'll have to keep us up to date on who gets the most Trump cards. You know that. I mean, they're gone. They're sold out. 45000 at 99 Who? Who? They're also going on the secondary market. Yes, now, the, now they'll become even more valuable. Until it implodes, right? Until well, I don't know. Well, like after I, I don't know. Well, no. Most likely is wait another whatever month and then release another 45000 And laughing all the way to the bank, right? I guess. I, I just, I've been wrong many times. I was wrong yesterday. I didn't think these things would sell. I thought people would see right through it, but 
Nope. I think your one o'clock guest might have a few thoughts on that. <laughs> wow. Kenny and I were talking about sleighs pulled by snowmobiles and go-karts. And uh, it really reminds me, I certainly need to make time to get up to EcoFun Motorsports before Christmas because uh, I got a lot of urchins who are looking for stuff. And at EcoFun Motorsports, all electric bikes are 200 bucks off. All the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures are 100 to $500 off. And this is for the winter sale. Plus, free heated storage are needed. These are the lowest prices since before COVID. Over 100 youth ATVs. I'm probably going to have to get the kind with the remote. So, yep. I could, so I, the kid doesn't crash into a tree. Uh, electric fuel-injected golf carts and full-size ATVs with winches and plows and neat stuff for playing garage logic and space management. Oh, yeah. Zero percent financing for one year on all products in stock. Helmet, apparel, and great service. Visit two stores in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just immediately west of 35E. And on the north side, that's on the north side, and Burnsville on the south side okay. on the service road of life near County Road 42. EcoFunMotorsports.com. All right, you, you give me a minute here. And we're light on yesterday? Yeah. How could that be when yesterday you said, I have to get all well, these it, in? It affects it because uh, Thursday is our heaviest day of the week. Joe? What? Do you see the piece on the propaganda page about the wildflower now in danger? No, but I have it right here. Oh, God, it's windmilling at its finest. It's fantastic. Bottom of the page. <laughs> And all you have to read is the first paragraph for the laugh. Dateline, Reno, Nevada. A Nevada wildflower is declared endangered at the only place it's known to exist on a high desert ridge where a lithium. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah. even have to complete the paragraph. <laughs> yeah, We're allowed to do this when we come back. We're a lithium mine. And to help meet growing demand for electric car batteries, U.S. wildlife officials announced Wednesday. Isn't that something? The mining company in question assures everybody that they will not damage or harm this thing in any way. As you, you know, you can imagine the fight that's going on. Here we God, go. By this pony BS. But it's sold out. You know what kind nice. of flower it is? Here to go. Audio surgeon. Look at look at the uh, line. A, a team, a thee, a team. I can't say it's a buckwheat. Yeah. Looks like a weed to me. Sure he got weed. Spray that thing. <clears throat> All right. Uh, no. I'm so sick of this electric car BS. I can't stand it. All right. Uh, I am going to do Hofferman here. Well, I'm happy for you. Oh, I thought you were. Yeah, rip right through it if you would. As fast as possible. You got it. Speak as quickly as possible. Okay. Uh, well, I know I got an email from somebody about them. I'm trying to find them. Where do they put that? Some of us prepare ahead of time. Well, I, I put it in my folder. Some of us. Yeah. The nightly news, <laughs> uh, every night, the network news has sold the weather as the lead story every night. 
And you know what they like? Wind chills. They like wind chills. They don't like temps. Winter. 29 inches in Finland. So what? They got skis. Well, you, you didn't say that when it was snowing in Buffalo. Boy, you are hot and cold when it comes to weather. Like, what do you mean I didn't say that when I came to Buffalo? I was rooting for uh, you hear what I just said. Yeah, he's, 20. He's hot and cold. He's like when it in a pond. comes to weather. God. I just time. hope that Buffalo doesn't have to move the game Saturday. Uh, let's see. 94 still closed? From Mitchell to Wyoming? That's nice. Uh, that was South Dakota. Well, what, what did you have on your Twitter Yeah, thing? I had both. Looks like they're open. Can we do this, Dad? I'm just waiting for things. Oh, no, they're not open. 94 closed from Fargo out to James, uh, to Dickinson, Dickinson, Dickinson. And 90 still closed between Wyoming and the Corn Palace. Wow. Who's portions, been to the Corn Palace? All of us. I managed to drive of, uh, by it and successfully did not stop. Oh, it's a neat. You got to you gotta take the kids to the Corn Palace. 29 is closed from Washington up to Fargo, too. I think I went 29 to Sturgis. I don't think no, I went. No, 29, 29 is north and south. 13? 29 is north and south. Oh, no, you would have taken. I didn't take 90. You would have taken 90. No, I did not. I purposely did not. Why? Because I didn't uh, know. Yeah, 14. I took yep. 14. Yep. Huh. Jess said that that was the worst week to live in South Dakota. Was she lived? She went to high school in Wall. Yeah. She said the worst week was Sturgis week. They, everybody that lives there hates that week so much. Yeah, and they all enrich themselves. Well, not people that live there. Sure, they own stuff. They own gas stations, <laughs> drug stores, and every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, well, her friend's family did own the motel. Um, you know what? And they made a fortune. Uh, yeah, they did. Because yeah, because. Every other night it was seventy five bucks, but that week it's three fifty. Right. <laughs> you can even own uh, just a couple of acres and open up the gates and let these people camp, mm -hmm. tent it. Gross. Uh, Chris, I'm ready. Sleep in mud, vomit, and urine. Yeah, catch yourself an STD <laughs> while you're at it. You ready, Joe? Yes. Okay, I'm rolling. He's ready. <laughs> This guy wears many hats, just not in Joe Got an email from Jeff that said, Reavers, my wife and I want to thank you for the recommendation, and we made our call to Hofferman Water, and we love our new drinking water system. Well, thank you, Jeff, because Hofferman is the best. They got the, uh, the Connecticut water drinking system that I had installed in my house oh, a couple months ago now. And it's fantastic, and it does make an amazing difference in the quality of my water. And I know it will for you, but if you are in the market for maybe a different water treatment system, I don't know, odor filtration, water softener, whatever, get in touch with Hofferman Water. It's going to cut down on your salt usage. It's also going to protect your appliances. You get that new system, boom, your showers are so much better, Joe. Your laundry is better, and so is your drinking water. So make the call today, 952 894 four zero four zero that's nine five two eight nine four four zero four zero or visit their website hoffermanwater.com and you can see everything that they have to offer and all the different systems that they have available uh i've been a customer of connecticut and hoffman for years and i'm very happy and you will be too hoffman water has been proudly serving the state of minnesota for over 50 years tell them you heard about them here on the garage logic podcast before I get to this, I, I, I don't know why this hopped into my mind. You had audio yesterday from Biden 
in what the year 2006 oh yes that was a couple of days ago yes 2006 when he was still just a senator uh, a very mediocre one at that and you were you were what comparing just to something recent basically he it, you it, did, don't, don't tell me. Do you have the audio or don't you? Then I'll move on. I don't care if you have I it can find it. I don't have it at the ready at the moment. Right. Is it worth finding? Possibly, yeah. Does it require gay marriage? Yes. Uh, which I have no problem with, by the way, just for all you Euphorians who are wondering. But Biden has a problem with it. Really? He did. He did. In 2006. But oh, he, no, he was told otherwise. But the, right. but the audio is worth playing to show you that these people have no standards. This says he was joining Meet the Press. Why can't I can't think of the guy that used to host Meet the Press. Oh, yeah. Tim Russert? Yes, thank you. It was Tim Russert uh, in an interview back in 2006. The president used his radio address uh, yesterday and tomorrow in the Rose Garden to talk about a constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage. You know, think about this. The world's going to Hades in a handbasket. We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, avian flu. We don't have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? Well, there you, never mind then. There you are. Wow. Then he just spent the last week having celebratory law signings because uh, what it's been now become a constitutional amendment but how can people, people if you see this clip how can people he's been in office since what 1830 why are we shocked and surprised by this this is all about staying firmly ensconced right. on the third rail yeah i, I mean it doesn't surprise me do whatsoever you right. just do anything and say yeah. anything whatever the guy's a career mediocre hack yeah whatever it takes on page two of today's Star Tribune, which Kenny has christened the propaganda page, <laughs> we get to the bottom story, and the headline is, Wildflower Now Endangered, So Electric Car Plans Are Too. And it's a story dateline out of Reno, Nevada, and you only have to read the first, first paragraph to realize we're just so impossibly in the grip of adult children. And it's part of the reason the country's going to down the tubes. A Nevada wildflower was declared endangered at the only place it's known to exist, on a high desert ridge where a lithium mine is planned to help meet growing demands for electric car batteries, U.S. wildlife officials announced Wednesday. I don't want to read it. You don't have to. I don't want to. There's your window right there. So. How you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, Bozeman's tallest building. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, like three floors, isn't it? Mature, uh, the Armory Hotel, seven stories. Seven. Mm -hmm. Oh, big difference. And that's Matura, who knows his pronouns are mountain 
and mountainous. <laughs> he also sent pictures of some space management, which was done very neatly and professionally in his neighborhood. I have, I'm ashamed to say I have yet to uh, perform my space management. What? Yeah, wow. I will today. I will today. Wow. I know. I'm very You behind. should go to the box and feel shame. I know, and get freed. Wow. Yeah. So, done it. well, you're going to have to break out the chipper. I know. I came home from work last night uh, from the airport, and I parked in my driveway, which is on a, a little hill. And I parked her up there, okay. and I had to take the trash out and wanted to make sure it was away from the cloud that was going to come by. Came out this morning. She had slid about four <laughs> feet all the way down <laughs> into, yeah, into a portion of the street. So much of the plow guy had to, I screwed myself over because he had to go around me there. Wow. But it, it wasn't sliding when I got out, and I gave it the, just in case. Well, slippery. Give it back and forth in your chair. Good story. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Listen to this one. Good day, Bear. As I'm out and about driving around, I, I'm a service tech going to people's houses to fix fireplaces. I stumbled across a scene today in Woodbury I thought you'd enjoy. A young family all outside just getting ready to plow their snow a little before 12. This uh, email was dated yesterday. When I got there, the homeowner was very excited to showcase his brand new snowblower and to show how virtuous he is, I'm sure. He made a point of telling me it was electric and it was all charged up and ready to go and he'd been waiting all morning to use it. Well, I was in the house for about 25 minutes fixing what I needed to fix and when I left, I noticed he was back in the garage with the snowblower. I asked him how it was going and proceeded to notice the one sad-looking path out of the garage down to the sidewalk, about a quarter of the sidewalk done. He looked at me chagrined and told me, it ran out of power. The snow is too heavy and I don't own a shovel, and asked if I had one in the van. I told him I did, but I needed to get one, but I'm sure the hardware store should still be stocked up. <laughs> he looked at me with a blank look, as I'm sure he was trying to process what a hard st hardware this, store this was. Can't be true. It's Honest too good. God, help me. It's too good. I wish him good luck and headed down the road thinking to myself, that's why I have a gas snowblower and one that will easily cut through this muck today. Well, life's lessons are hard sometimes, <laughs> and hopefully this young man learns from this one. Good luck, oh, Kyle. That is too that good. <laughs> And this one notes, uh, Joe, I thought I should share this little bit of Americana with you and the fellas. After gassing up the blower this morning, this too was dated yesterday. For the inevitable driveway walk after I got home from work, I looked out the garage door over the virgin driveway I was about to ruin with my car. I noticed the floodlight I have focused on my American flag was still on. The snow encased the trees and everything around it. And there it was, old glory, hanging still and steadfast with the coating of snow. And I knew I had to capture the pick. At that moment, I realized I'm glad to live in outstate Minnesota, the Belle Plaine area. And for some reason, I had a feeling today was going to be all right. Take care. Merry Christmas. Always pushing back. And a listener since Rookie's kid drank the tiki oil, Trevor. And he linked me to a picture of the old flag there. So. Yeah, Gabe's still standing. And Tim writes, <laughs> I contact the show many times. I'm the Tim who has colon cancer that we can't figure out why I'm not getting better. Mm -hmm. 
I just like to say this. I have a lot of time to listen to you guys when I take my walks. Well, thank God he's walking. Yep. I know this was the lockdown and my walks without garage. I know this was the lockdown and my walks without garage logic. I don't know where I'd be. Uh, your show brings so much joy to me, especially when it goes off rail and you start joking around. I laugh so hard when that happens. I need some laughter in my life. Thank you for making my life better as I go through this difficult time. I'm a loyal 21st-er, and at least spring will be here soon. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank good you. Good luck, Tim. Copy that. Well, I think the walking is a good sign there. I think, uh, I think that'll help. When is spring? That's next week. Oh, 21sters are basking in glory. We're, we have a week to go, and the days are getting longer. It's mm. over for us. For you normal people, it's just beginning. Right. Right. Well, the days are getting longer. That's the only. Not yet. No, at the, at the 21st, right. that's the only thing I, I am happy uh, uh, to experience. The only thing, only thing no, one of the only. No, there's a couple more. Well, there's a, isn't there a pretty big celebratory a couple days after that? Isn't it very festive? Well, once the 21st, is the, the days start to get longer. An important day hits when um, when the birthday This boy, is that time of year, year Matthew, where I always. It's just so tough for me. I can't figure out what to get you for your birthday. And every year it's the same. I settle on the same thing. Nothing? Nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, nothing works. There's a lot of things I could. I mean, you nothing guys, works very well. When's your birthday? The 26th? 23rd. 23rd. You liar. You knew that already. No, I did. Yeah, I, I, no, I knew it was around the area. Every got. I know uh, <laughs> that Bert has come across some new Christmassy words. Okay. Right? Schnapsody. Schnapsody. It means booze idea in German, but can refer to any ridiculous idea, booze induced or not. Trump's NFT cards are a schnapsody. That fits. Yeah. Schnapsody. Except Trump's having the last laugh. Right. Yule hole. Yule? Oh, like you No, yule hole. Yule hole. Whoa. Be careful here. Yeah, we've the, already had to make one out of today. Right. The last hole on your belt that allows you to finish the holiday feast. <laughs> oh. That's the Yule hole. Okay. I was thinking of something completely different. Do you have a specific memory? No. I do of my my uncle Beanie, full, full on Polish guy. <laughs> would would finish I'm see, I'm having a cartoon bubble of him. He, a typical old Polish guy. Big Bird round hat. face. Yes. Fur hat, big round big face, round fur, yes. fur hat, button up shirt, not a sweater, a button shirt, right? And uh, color in his cheeks, worked for the post office, yeah, and uh, thinning hair, yes, yes, okay. Albin had thinning hair, yes, and a big round head, big face, yeah, yeah. And he had uh, he had a stocking cap that probably was off while he was indoors, uh, yes, right. but he did wear it when he drove his Pontiac, all right, and he had driving gloves. <laughs> Bonneville, we had and when he turned, he turned the wheel. He didn't go like this. He went like this. Yeah. To turn the wheel. He was he's smoking a cow. He was a he was a wonderful guy. Uncle Bernie. A beanie. Beanie. He, he was Albin. Albin. He had a brother named Alvin. Yeah. But he was Albin. Anyway, any beanie, party that beanie. he came to after it was, he would unbuckle. He had the, to go for the U-hole. He had to unbuckle his 
it like unsnapped his zipper, not zippered all the way, but it was just he needed more room. He needed room. He needed room. I mean, yeah. just big memory of that. Boy, I bet that was always fun to explain if you brought a date for Christmas. You know, what's what's yeah, going on he, over uh, here? He uh, tended to screw things up. I mean, mix things up in his head. Yule's hard. Yule's hard. Yule's okay. hard. Oh, hard. I suppose, could, I, I suppose it could be Yule Shard. What's going on? <laughs> Why is Yule Shard? <laughs> that is yeah. one. We all know that is. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's one who got well. Nicole, no. George Brett's good for that a couple times yeah. a year. So am I. <laughs> one who does all. Holiday prep and shopping at the last possible minute. Oh, that's, wow, that's me. me. Yeah. And Bert knows he is one of these, and it served him well. My so you got Epsidy, Yule Hole, and it's either Yule's Hard or Yule Shard. I'm going with Shard. I stopped into the Knack Hardware store this morning to uh, do some Christmas All shopping. All the gifts are on display in there, aren't they? For uh, the roommate and the... Uh, they were out of fly swatters, so I don't oh. know what I'm going to get her. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a I romantic. A new fly There's some plants. I don't know. See, Kristen writes, I ran across a disheartening item while shopping online. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> For light bulb. It was hard to find what I wanted. Our benevolent overlords at the Department of Energy issued a new ruling in May that all light bulbs must produce 45 lumens per watt, which will, uh, by de facto, eliminate incandescent and halogen bulbs. This is supposed to go into effect in July. I don't know what is more disheartening, that we have to fight this battle again, or that they have us so distracted with so much other nonsense that this ruling flew completely under the radar. As my civic duty, I thought I would bring it to the attention of the mayor, as I know it is a matter close to his heart. I'm off to purchase every light bulb I can to pass down to the next generation. Kristen, CI of 16, not bad for a girl, she notes. Hmm. Yeah, just because about... you're a girl doesn't mean you get to have a light CI. You can have a heavier CI, right. Kristen. Yeah. I didn't know anything about this light bulb. Well, as she said, this one really flew under the radar, didn't it? Yeah, no but that's going to save the earth. Isn't that the name of the Seahawks stadium? Light bulbs? Lumen, I think. Oh. They just swapped. And we, it came up because. You know, one of, the, one of the best sports stories of the year is shaping up to be this uh, quarterback for the 49ers. Oh, I'll say. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Yeah. Irrelevant. Luke Dobber. What's his name? Brock, Do Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. That's what Kenny last calls me after he's had a couple of weeks. Last player yeah. selected in the 2022 draft. Quarterback. Mr. Irrelevant. Garofalo gets hurt. This guy comes in last week. They win. Last night he was damn near flawless. They won again. They beat Seattle. It's a hell of a story. It really is. That's a great story. Iowa State. Iowa State. Yep. Brock Purdy, P-U-R-D-Y. Mm -hmm. What the hell? Yes, sir. You could talk to Patrick. He's going to join you in studio, I believe. Yes. He's here today? You just texted me that he's in the house. A ruling required. All right. Let's have it. Joe, I need a ruling on the following. I was in the Cub Foods parking lot today. This was written yesterday. And a lady walked up to me and asked for money to feed her family. 
I told her I had just come out of the grocery store where they had help wanted signs up. I told her to just walk in and ask for the manager, fill out the employment application, and you'll probably be hired. She walked away and mumbled something to me. Am I a curmudgeon this holiday season by not giving her money, always pushing back Tom? I have a two-part answer to that, but I'm interested in you fellows. Hmm. Where, where was the location? You said Cub Foods are all over. Aren't they? Well, I know, but he doesn't say where it was. But it kind of matters, I guess. Uh, he should have just not said anything. I couldn't disagree more, uh, Rook. Okay, so he goes into Cub. But no, you don't have to analyze it. Should he have given her some money or not? Um, yes. Right. Uh, the same thing happened to me. I was walking out of Walmart the other day. Yeah. And a guy said to me, Hey, excuse a Bob me, sir. Area? Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Uh, do you, can you have any cash? I, I really did not have any cash on me. And I felt really bad, like I was lying to the guy, but I, I did not have a dollar bill on me. And I would have maybe given him, What's five bucks to me? That guy needs it. He said politely, Excuse me, sir. If I would have had it, I would have given it to him. Am I an idiot? Yes. No. Kenny? Uh, I spent my last $5 on this shotgun. <laughs> no, of course I'm not giving him any money. I'm with Kenny. You know me better than that. I see this. I don't, uh, I'm going to uh, uh, take a pass on answering whether he should have given her any money or not. Well, I'm not telling him what to do. You yeah. Do whatever you want. If he gave her money, great. If he didn't, he, yeah. he, he did something else that I think was just as important as giving her money. That was an example of a little pushing back, and it sounds like he was polite about it. He was pushing back and essentially saying, lady, there's jobs going begging here. What, what are you doing? But what we don't know is her circumstances. Right. We don't know if she's capable of working. We don't know if she has kids at home that she can't be away from them, whatever. But I, I like the fact that he, he, he at least pointed that out. But again... You also aren't factoring in the fact that you're putting yourself in a situation that could lead to a confrontation. That's what I was getting after. Yeah, you got any money on the guy? Actually, said to you, Matthew, you got any cash? Oh, this, on you? no, no, he didn't. He just said, oh. "You uh, can you spare whatever?" Oh, guys, okay. When right. I would go to work at the nightclub, this happened almost every weekend, and you just ignore and you just keep walking. Can I bring up something else, sort of related? There's a, a story going around. I think it's in the paper today of a young lady who saw a homeless guy walking around barefoot in the cold. Yeah, I saw this. She went out there and gave her uh, gave him her very, very, very expensive tennis shoes. Reavers and I were discussing this before the show, and what I was wondering is, did she call attention to herself? Or no. Did someone pick no, no. this up? And... She didn't want any attention. Good, her, good. Then God her, bless her. Her boss had this on security cam. He went and bought her a pair of Skechers. Um, that's a Kenny brand. They cost about 10 bucks. They're really cheap. <laughs> they last a month and a half. Uh, and then he's the one that alerted the media. And now the Vikings have come through. She's got tickets for the game Saturday. And right. I'm sure she'll end up with purple Michael Jordans. Which right. She kindly enough gave to a fellow who was using cardboard boxes as shoes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I and, hope we all would give our shoes to someone we see. I'm serious, with cardboard boxes on their feet. And, and that's the kind of giving I did when I was in South Minneapolis. It was never at the corner or the end of the ramp or the intersection. It was always somebody minding their own business completely down and out. 
They don't ask for anything, so I, you know, go throw a bunch of cash at them. I'm giving my shoes away to somebody I see in a cardboard box for yeah. shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I don't like these shoes anyway. It was almost Christmas time. Christmas shoes. I saw him around the corner and I went to say hello. I looked at his feet and he had six toes. I looked at him with his red runny nose. One of the uh... I took out my paper wallet and grabbed a couple of bills. And said, Hey, my brother, here, go have some thrills. <laughs> he said, Where will I go? I said, You go downtown. If your baby leaves you, then you will have a frown. Go into this liquor store and buy yourselves a drink. And then tell somebody else they're not a Christmas dink. <laughs> it was almost Christmas time. And that's my story for you. Yeah. Was Who did Jesus. that song? Frankie? Uh, it's some Christian. Was, uh, it's a Christian ride. Oh, your version was better. And you almost stepped on Joe's line. Oh, my God. He had a great punchline that almost got stepped on. What? I'd give him my shoes to. Oh, I don't man. like them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't choose. I got on. I'm looking for people wearing a cardboard box. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen Patton Oswalt joke about that song, oh my, it's it's. Have you seen the cartoon they put it to? Yeah, remember we watched oh, it in yeah. the studio. Nobody's gonna ruin my son's birthday. <laughs> I don't like him. I, 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 don't, I don't think I've ever laughed at anything he's done. I find him uh, one of the most irritating people in the planet. His KFC bowl is hilarious. I, I hate his politics and how aggressive well, he, he is. He basically has gone into hiding since his wife died. He reminds me of uh, another one I don't like. Is that Sarah Gal? Um, Silver. Sarah, Sarah Silverman. She's funny. Whatever happened to Sarah Cooper? The chick who was mouthing Trump. But she did the, the voice was coming out of her mouth. Mm. I don't know. That was I she did it brilliantly. I haven't seen you. Her. You remember her, Reeves? And who is the female comedian? Because I don't. Flip Wilson. Um, no, she wanted to kill Trump on social oh, media. Oh, Kathy Griffin. Yeah, yeah I don't like her. I don't like her. Oh, shoot. look up Sarah Cooper, and you'll remember her. I thought you were going to do Brooke. I need a and um, Trevor Noah. Spiral? Boy, yes, I cannot please. stand him. Yeah, he's annoying. Look up Sarah Cooper. Well, I gotta get him. Well, I know, but you have to. All right. Thank you, Stacy. Sarah <clears throat> Cooper. Super duper. I don't. Joe, she I had don't, those brilliant. Uh, I don't remember this. Was an odd uh, form of new comedy where she would give you a Trump. She was mouthing the words. Yes. And it was Trump's voice. And it was, and, and huh. she pulled it off brilliantly. It was funny. I guess I don't remember. Not this. to mention, she's cool looking. Okay. I'm thinking her name was Sarah. You're Cooper. right. It is. I, I, it's not ringing the bell with me yeah. at all. Well, the minute you hear her voice, it will. Because huh. it ain't her voice. Got it. It's Trump's voice. Yeah, play it. Well, it doesn't work without the video. Right. Well, just try it. <laughs> yeah, because she has the hand gestures correct and facial. And... Hmm. <laughs> hey, now. And like Trump's voice. 
what's the problem here? I'm just waiting. To do what? For this to load. Because it was almost Christmas time. Well, my point is. Boy, YouTube's a pain. What's the date on this? Uh, two years ago. Yeah, what happened to her? I think she stopped doing it. Our center. Where are they going? Where are these ballots going? Who's this getting is, them? She's doing it. Who is not doing. getting them? A little section that's Republican. Will they be stolen from mailboxes as they get put in by the mailman? The mailman. Will they be taken from the mailmen and the mailwomen? Will they be forged? Who is signing? Huh. Yeah, it's all right. All right, thank you. Okay. Rook, take it away. You ready? Hang on, hang on. Um, I want to party. Party like it's I got an email from a uh, email from a uh, town council person. Give them water or a granola bar, direct them to the union gospel mission. Most people begging will use the money for drugs or alcohol. Yep. Or give them shoes. Well, I know a lot of people like. I know a lot of people who pass out McDonald's gift cards. Yeah. I just emailed you something from Todd from Spiral. Okay. Is that possible for you to play that? My favorite, though, is when I talk to the guy because I like to get their names. Yeah. There was a guy that I just moved down here. I said, What? You got a problem? What's your name? He said, Mike or whatever. Amos? Uh, He said, Yeah, I moved down here from Duluth. Better climate. Okay, we play it during my ad. Yeah, this is from Todd. Kill it. Okay, I'm gonna start. Wait, I'll cue you. I'll cue you. Okay. And that'll be the end of the. Listen to this pre-production, GLers. Wow, you ready? Yep, we're planning this out. Man, I wish I could sing. I know I can't sing, but uh, I sure as hell can tell you about spiral light candles and why you should not be burning boring candles that just have one wick in the middle or maybe three wicks in the middle. Yeah, that's cool. But the concept of a circular motion burning candle is fantastic, and it's not boring. Available for great hostess gifts for all of your holidays, sizes, colors, and scents. Go to spirallightcandles.com. Stop burning those boring candles. This is a great garage logic story. It's a family. They started the business in their garage. It's been very successful. And now they advertise and they are so um, famous and successful How that, they, famous and successful that they have people writing jingles for them. Who did that? Who did that? Somebody did it for uh, the Nelsons. Well, that's cool. Yeah, and they have some other ones too. But I figured I'm going to uh, I'm going to use it today. I want so my own jingle. This out, man. Yeah, I wish I could. Say. Patrick. Yes, sir. I got this reparation things to get to, but I'm sure he'll walk in right as they do it. Hey, what are you? Who are you mad at? Who are you mad at today? 
What? We're going to have Patrick sit. Hold on. I, I, I don't know if he's here. Right next to you, Joe. Yo, did you mean that you were in studio or that you were just ready via phone? No, I was just sitting here in my chair, but I wanted to let you know that I was ready to fucking answer. <laughs> All right, I'll call you. Love from you. The, I love you, Patrick. I'll call you from the studio line. All right. Why don't you gotta? You gotta tell him. Gotta tell him. Jesus. Sorry, tell Hey, uh, how do we? Uh, I to tell you. You know what though? <laughs> you know what though? You know what though? He's very good at where he places those. Right. Was oh. that an adjective there? Or was that a noun? I'm not sure which that was. But, but he's in the placement. He, he, and he does it with the least, right emphasis. At least he didn't put it in in a word. You know, usually right. spice up a word. But All right. right you ready to go? All right. Well, I just, yeah, your text, I thought that meant that you were actually here. So. Wow, yeah. I'm in okay. my chair. Oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> oh, Such. What? I'll play the theme and then I'll play that. That's the very beginning. Play what? The the audio that we dropped. Yeah. All right. You ready? Sure. Okay, I'm rolling. <laughs> You cross Yeah, give me just a second because I had. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Patrick James Stephen Ricey's sports segment on Garage. Play this for Patrick. Yes, I do, and I'm going to have it ready to go here in three, two, and one. Lift off. Your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. <laughs> Pat, he sold them out. He sold them out. I'm going to buy a non-punchable if I could get the one of him and Putin riding the horse together. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would take that non-punchable. Uh, what, 99 bucks, right? Yep. Pat, he sold out. He made $4.5 million yesterday. <laughs> a lot of people with fungus on the brain there, I guess. So what, uh, what, what, they sent it to you digitally, right? I guess. What is it? Is they, send you, they send you this photo visually? Yes. And then basically, and then there's, only a, there's only a certain number of them. So you correct. Get them. Correct. And what's happening, though, is basically people are taking them, turning them right around, and selling them on the black market for 16 times what they paid for it. What, what are they? What do, what, what, what is going on with these? The world in which we live. Uh, it's on? over, pretty much. That's yeah. the problem. He was, remember this now, he was the president of the United States. Try, yeah. to, put, try to wrap your head around that, would you please? Mm -hmm. you know? uh, he lost to Joe Biden. 
try to remember that. So he lost Joe Biden, which wasn't easy. That's right. Pat? Okay. I got to tell you something. All right. Yep. Something else. Yep. Yeah, before I forget. Yep. You know, occasionally in our long term relationship, there have been little things that annoy me that kind of I make a bigger deal out of than there is, than it really is. Are you talking the bride or me? No, you. Oh, you right. and me, when we've been together once in a while, I'll go off on something. Mm -hmm. I got a new one that is really irritating me today. I was at the Falvey Prescott for is this catcher, Christian Vasquez, today. But what's bothering me is the, the word that we all, it started with the twins around here, but they now all use it. They refer to themselves as the group, right. the, our group. You know, our, our group, uh, meaning all of them working together, it's now a group. That's big in sports now. We're describing it as our group, meaning pitchers, yep. uh, meaning everybody in the front office. I don't like it, Joe. I don't like group as a word in that situation. And, right. it's, going, and it's growing. I heard Fleckio's group the other day. Yeah. I don't like this. It bothers me. You don't like culture either. Dang it, I was going to play that. Yeah. I don't like culture either. I don't like culture. but That's not our culture. That's unacceptable 100%. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, the group is uh, the group is the one that's hit me now. And Calvi and those guys were using the group like five years ago. Yeah, I don't Here's like group the good either. news, though. Uh, as we... As, uh, I, you know, there was an in, after the press conference, there was an informal sit down with several people, and and uh, you know, I I did point out that their that their attempt to keep players healthy last year was a miserable failure, you know, like a complete failure, and uh, that's exactly what I told them to. And uh, here, here's the good news. We're going to have to be a little more careful bringing guys back too soon from injuries, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really thought that You've already right. done that. You yeah, haven't yeah. done that. Yeah, you, you haven't done that. I really thought that was, that was the big problem last. But I, I left. I had a little headache, but I left. It was okay, I guess. But uh, it was. Wait a minute. Uh, we had a press conference to announce the signing of a backup catcher? Well, he was in town, and they wanted to. I think a lot of people have been asking to talk to Falvey too. So uh, that was okay. that was it. So they used this occasion. Christian isn't a real vocal guy. He's not going to be a go-to guy for uh, for uh, quotes, uh, Christian Vasquez. But uh, you know, thirty-two-year-old backup catcher. It's interesting that the first player they signed was a uh, was a guy, a longtime backup catcher. Although Vasquez actually was a regular for a while, but. Uh, uh, Jason Castro, way back in November 30th, 2016, and six years later, we're doing the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed. We want that guy that can frame those pitches. You know, forget those bases loaded double. We want to frame those pitches. Here's what I want out of sports. I realize two games might be too soon, but I want a gay-to-lease type profile of this San Francisco kid, Brock Purdy. 
I want to know what life was like where he grew up. I want to know what his old man did for a living. I want to know why he was drafted last. I want to know why the 49ers saw Baker Mayfield sitting out there on waivers and didn't make a move. I want to know who it was that figured this kid could pull him through, and he's now won two straight. I actually uh, played in the third game, right? He's going be playing a third game, too. And well, he started the last two. I don't think he started, started the first one. And, yeah. No, he didn't, but they're, uh, they want him all. He's an Iowa State. Uh, right. And, uh, I want to know everything. I, yeah. Well, this doesn't happen. This doesn't happen. Uh, that's true. You're drafted last for a reason. Well, the kid from Michigan came in for the Patriots and won him a Super Bowl, but he was a second-year kid. Who? Brady. Brady, yeah, but he well, wasn't drafted he was a, last. He was a sixth-rounder. Yeah. He was. So, this was uh, last. So three million players were taken. <laughs> that's a point. That is a good point. Yes, I can tell you without, without any question. I have no knowledge of this guy. I don't know where he's from. I don't know where he is from Perry, Arizona. Gilbert, Arizona, excuse me, Perry High School. You got guys on the San Francisco paper anymore? Uh, Rado isn't there anymore. Rado's gone. Rado's still out in the market. Yeah, he's doing uh, smart ass market sports talk radio, I believe, of some kind. And, uh, I can check with him. See what he we see what he knows about him. Sure. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what was that question for? I think you you had we had him on the ride, basically to talk about he was covering the NBA finals and he had asked uh, Greg Popovich a question and oh, yeah. Popovich went on a thirty second tirade demeaning him <laughs> and Rattle's response was okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He basically. Here, okay. I have it right. I have it right here. Was it immediately from the start that you saw this, or did it take a couple of minutes? Oh, was, it was, was it from the start? Oh, no. was it one minute and thirty-seven seconds is when we figured that out. Okay, thank you. Or, or maybe it was three minutes. Three minutes in, then we realized. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> okay, thank you. I don't like that. Okay, thank you. He's angry all the time. Oh, he's a little, uh, he's a little arrogant. There's no doubt about it. But he, but he'll be, he'll buy it. Expensive bottle of wine if you don't watch it. He's very, very, you know, big, big wine guy. So, wow. uh, there's famous stories about him, you know, going out to dinner with selected coaches and people from the staff and everything and spending $10,000 on dinner because he doesn't have anything else to do with his money. Apparently. Huh. That's amazing. I'm just sitting here quietly thinking about what would Patrick non fungible fungible token oh, be. I know. And I think it's got to be when he was sitting in the ballpark in Florida Thank you. with his shirt off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that would be the night. And then the guy who did the drawing on it and gave me a cigarette and a, <laughs> a halter. A halter. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. was a bra. That, that, was, yeah. that would be good. <laughs> or not to be outdone, Kenny, could be the one when uh, Joe was being critical of uh, the Cavaliers basketball player for taking his shirt off during the uh, during the parade. Oh yeah, and then rookie and Roycey decided to go shirtless in the radio studio. <laughs> yes, that's right. But I made the mistake of bending over with my shirt off. <laughs> Did a boo fall out? <laughs> Man, you know, you had a wardrobe <laughs> malfunction. <laughs> they were like they Janet were Jackson. Yeah, they 
they were not looking good. Put those things away, <laughs> old man. Yeah, right. That was terrible. Yes, it's uh, it would be uh, that would be you know, you know how that came about, don't you? I I was sitting out in the outfield and Kip was out there. He was down for a few days of spring training, and I said I went to him. I did have the top on. I was sitting getting some sun, but there's eight people out there. And I said, Chip, take a picture. We'll blow up Twitter. <laughs> we did. So this was not somebody speaking up on me. This was planned. Back when Twitter was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of the photo of uh, Harry in the outfield at uh, Wrigley. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Harry was, uh, Harry did that several times. <laughs> yeah. Harry, Harry. Yeah. Harry did have, he, he had a bit of a man boo problem, too. I, would say. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a problem. Is it? It's something to be celebrated. <laughs> it's an achievement. Yeah. The Wild hosts the uh, Blackhawk tonight, but it ain't on TV unless you fill out the forms and sign oh, in. And all oh, that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, and they're coming. Blackhawks on a back-to-back. Our boys are going to keep on rolling tonight, I would think. I would think. They're last. I think they've won as uh, fewest games in the league. How about the fact yes. that their fans gave uh, Ovi a standing ovation when he scored the 800 yeah. goal? That was pretty cool. And Ovi, I, God bless him, he took the old-fashioned picture in the clubhouse, in the locker room, holding up the puck. Yeah, cool. Remember when oh, the Bob, remember when a toothless Bobby Hall would hold up the puck oh, or Maurice yeah. Richard or whatever? Well, the, we'll pose pictures, the pose pictures from the locker room with the number of the accomplishments yes. were a staple of 1950s uh, and 60s uh, sports. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. My no. favorite was when Carmen Basilio used to get the crap kicked out of him after a fight. Boxing was huge. Carmen had had enough fights where if he got hit twice in the face, his eyes got all puffy and everything. And he had the good-looking showgirl wife. And every time, two days later, there'd be a picture of her kissing him on the cheek with this big eye. That was, that was a staple of uh, newspaper sports sections, even here in even if the fight wasn't here, it was nationally. That was a, that was it, man. Are you going to the Vikings tomorrow to see him play the Hayden Colts? No, Game One Thousand. I got a uh, column on it that they posted on Game One Thousand. I talked to your man Fran on uh, on uh, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe. Cause from Game One, I said hello, Fran, and twenty five minutes later, I said goodbye, Fran. Parking. <laughs> it was, it was oh. quite a. It was quite a stream of uh, of verbosity and uh, oh, much much admiration. Fran had much admiration for Fran. Yes, he did. Where, where is my man Fram these days, Fram? Oh, he's in Atlanta. He's running a high tech company, and he's uh, got all of some of the most brilliant uh, tech people in the world working for him. He's got four or five tech companies. He's eighty two years old. Eighty two years old, ten months, and he's. Still making money running this uh, Parkington Enterprises. What Wonderful. does he think of the thirty-five plus million dollar salaries for today's average starting quarterback? Did not uh, did not ask him about uh, that. I, I just was more interested, and in, uh, I was I was typing so fast trying to keep up with what he was saying. I didn't really have time to think of a question. So now Fran just, was uh, the uh, team's first quarterback, right? 
Well, he did not start the game. Uh, they started Wiley veteran George Shaw. That's right. He did not move them in the first quarter. They put Fran in, and he beat the Bears 37-13. to 13. And uh, Fran declares it the biggest upset in the history of the NFL. I don't think so. Well, well, they were the cast-offs, and the Bears are yeah, still true. the hottest yeah. in the midway. And, uh, yes, it was, it was a surprise. It was a surprise to Coach Hallis who famously got on the bus, looked at his boys, and used the short C word to describe them. <laughs> they went to the airport. He said they were a bunch of those. Yeah, they're... Well, if, uh, he didn't remember, say they were those. They right. resembled them. Right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember right. He lost... Acting like one. Yeah. He lost the Super Bowl for us, too, didn't he? Who? Francis? Fran. Fran. Uh, well, he was quarterback for at least played, one of them. He played in three of them. Three of them. He had yeah. the last three. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, the. Uh, he, Who had the last one? Kramer. No, no, no. no. First one was Joe Cap. The last three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Joe was. Joe was. Uh, Joe was the time we were absolutely one hundred percent certain we were going to win. Yeah. I I follow Tommy Kramer. I think it's on Twitter. And yesterday he tweeted out that uh, Keith Millard was coming to town and they were going to be at some bar in Andover. Uh, they are celebrating. Is today the 16th? Yes. I hope they're closing today, the road. Today is the 16th. Yes, right. They're <laughs> celebrating the uh, Ahmad Pass. Ah, trying to have a fun. What do they? What did they call it? A miracle. It wasn't. It wasn't the Minneapolis miracle. I don't know what we could eat. Whatever that. They, their name for it. They're trying. They were trying to get people fired up for this and uh, help Tommy out and pay for a few autographs and stuff. And uh, uh, he's got a buddy named Tom Brown who's also a boxing promoter. He's got is very loyal to Tommy and uh, trying to help him out here because I don't think. All right, Tommy's in uh, very good condition financially. All right. Uh, the miracle, Ahmad uh, miracle catch. It was against the Browns, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know, if they were really good, if Millard's in town, they should have went down to the old Hardy's location in Mankato and celebrated in style. Yeah, I mean, Hardy's come on. Is long, right? The Hardy's is replaced by a strip mall, right? Yep, yep. It was called the miracle of the Met catch. Was it? I don't know. I suppose somebody called it that. I was. I was there. I was a little surprised. I was too. <laughs> yeah. But I think what did do it? Put them in the playoffs, right? They yes. didn't do anything. Put them in the playoffs. Yeah. Pat, we'll talk Very to well. you Monday. All right. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. No, you, oh. I need I need to hear from you about our friends at Eckberg Lammers. Sorry. Well, they are one of the best known law firms in the metro and western Wisconsin. They've been serving the legal needs of individuals, businesses, and municipalities for more than 70 years. And they're going to help you with your personal estate and succession planning. So for your personal life, you got to have an estate plan and take care of it. They'll help you with that. For your business, you need a succession plan. But they'll help you with business law and commercial real estate and property transfers within a family. Listen, as much as you need one individually, small business owners should plan for the transition of their ownership interest because you're talking taxes now. You're trying to keep the courts out. You're trying to keep everything smooth as possible for the people you leave behind or the people you grant the business to. Eckberg Lammers Law Team can assist you with 
All transactional needs. You got that? I got that. All transactional They'll needs. They'll help with everything. Business yes. formation, mergers, acquisitions, succession planning, labor and employment, franchises, commercial real estate, and litigation. Don't go into that stuff by yourself. Get some get some professional help. And you too with your personal estate. So you uh, leave your family with a really smooth operation where you're not around to tell them everything's on that shelf below the third uh, deal there. Uh, talk to Edward. You got her. <laughs> well, you can call them. Right, sure. At 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. Six five one three zero zero three two five two. That's the number for call, rise, and shine, and get that crap can garage door finally replaced. Come on, it's almost the new year. Now's the time. Seven days a week, they're going to come out and take care of you. Six five one three zero zero three two five two. Give Josh and the crew a call and get that garage door fixed, replaced, whatever the case might be. Now's the time. They are the best. A perfect five star rating on both Google and Yelp. And that's because they emphasize customer service to each and every single customer out there. You also get a 5% discount for seniors, military, and AAA members. And their technicians are fantastic. IDEA certified master techs are the only people that they hire to come out and fix that garage door for you. If you're not in the metro, not a problem. They're expanding. Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield. They're even going to cover parts of western Wisconsin. And if you haven't come out and do that 29-point inspection, don't forget to ask about the Rooster Club membership. It includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and it's going to waive the trip charge. So get that garage door fixed or replaced right now, and please tell the folks at callriseandshine.com that the Garage Logic podcast sent you their way. Let's not ruin the mood and talk about reparations. Save it for Monday? Yeah, let's just wrap it up. All right. Uh, give her a rap shine there. Kenny, I still need a thief out of you. Okay. And then, yeah. Did I admit? Did Pat say Tommy's in bad health, or did he say financial? He said financial health. Oh. Cash. Don't those guys get a pension from the NFL? I'm sure, but you don't. Who knows what? Probably not that much. Well, plus, didn't he have a number of concussions? Oh yeah. I think it did. Nope. Good thing I checked. Who did he play for in college? Rice. That's right. They gave him rice? Mm-hmm. The San Francisco tree. Rice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matthew, what do I get with man? Given me nothing. Nothing. Mm. Oh, you know what else we should do? Mm. We should uh, thank people for the is auction. A set of really expensive but really good kitchen knives. Is that cool or is that uncool? To give to who? Because her knives suck. And she said something to the kitchen. Yes. Do it. I offered them that I can't even put in the dishwasher. Yeah. I offered her. uh, Those are nice ones. 
I offered her cash no. um, and her eyes lit up, but I know she would spend it on bills. She, she's just, she like she lived through the depression or something. When you she give just, somebody a gift like that, it has to be something that they would not spend on themselves. On themselves. That's when it has more meaning. I got yelled at because I put a, a, what do you call it, a frying pan in the dishwasher. That's not cast iron. There. No, it's uh, what do you call it? Teflon. Yeah, thank you. It's supposed to be seasoned. She hates it when I put knives with wood handles in the dishwasher. That makes her upset. Hmm. Yeah, because the heat and the, it's going to make them expand. I don't know. Sounds like who cares? Piece of shit. Knives. Nice knife set. <clears throat> I don't know. It seems so impersonal. Yeah, my old man once gave the old lady a garage door over. Hey, Rook. That was pretty cool. She'd love that, actually. Somebody got that vacation for 4600 bucks. Oh, that's oh, a good What steal. was its value? Nine. Oof, half off. That's pretty damn good. Somebody got the molar certificate for 2800 bucks. Who got the golf trip for how much? I guarantee it was Mike. <laughs> how much did somebody pay? I just 46 Oh, I thought that was the, isn't there a Croatia trip that was auctioned off? Uh, escape with us vacations, five-night all-inclusive golf right. vacation for two at Casa de Campo. Oh, in Mexico? Sure. Uh, Dominican. I'd go to the Dominican. I would never go back to Mexico. Oh, my. Somebody got the Rise and Shine thing for 300 bucks. Wow. I should have bid on that. Holy cow. Mike had a lot of gift cards on here. All right, uh, let's add some fun. Are we ready? Joe's got a spot. Uh, Kenny has Seafoam. Is that our last spot? Yes, sir. Let's go. And then I'll just do a quick thing about the auction. Better do we, a scramble then. As we wrap up. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, where is it? Where it is? What was that? Who is it? Who it is? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Somebody. That was Cosby. Cosby. Huh. All right. Boys, ready? Okay. No. Okay. Where in the hell is my uh... this day in history? Sheet. Did you check your butt? Yeah. <laughs> Potty talk is naughty talk. Yeah, I got it. So Williams is the leading all the time. I don't know. Check your butt. God, poor Jess. Oh, I know. You three oh God. God. Straight, woman. straight to heaven. She's going. I've been getting a lot of seafoam work letters emails this week i really like this one dear kenny over the summer my wife two boys and myself loaded up both vehicles and made a move from eastern wisconsin to homer alaska hey now throughout the trip we ensured both vehicles were getting a good gulp or two of seafoam meanwhile in the trailer my 2008 suzuki drz 400 just a side note here i owned a 2008 suzuki drz 400 and it was that bike that i was loading up and i Fell out of the back of my truck and crushed my wrist. Let's get you back on track that, here. That's why I have a steel on my wrist. Anyway, where was I? 
Oh, and also loaded up a 2000s Troy-built snowblower that made the trip fully winterized using sea foam. Yesterday, we got a heavy, wet snowfall by 4 p.m., 5 inches. Shamefully, I admit, I had not gotten the snowblower fired up. Right here, I'm thinking, yeah, you treated it, it was sea foam, no You're big right. deal. Yeah. Uh, so as the snow continued to fall, I gave the fuel tank a gulp for good measure, a few pumps of the fuel primer, a few pulls on the cord, and she fired right up. Of course she did. That's what sea foam does for us. You don't have to drain the gas. I will be sure to continue to use sea foam for every cylinder I own and will own. As you say, it's available everywhere, even in the grocery stores in Alaska. I've attached a photo of our view. By the way, I didn't get the photo, uh, so I really want to see that. Uh, uh, the photo of our view is uh, they woke up and got the snowblower ready very respectfully. Cameron, and he goes on to describe a snowmobile he left behind, um, an enticer, just like the one I owned when I was a kid. Pretty cool, cool guy. So you know he's going to get his uh, email read on the show. Seafoam, I, I mean, all I have to add there is a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Seafoam, he did it all for me. Look at this. 3,680 miles, two days and 15 hours to yeah. get to Homer, Alaska. From I, I put in Madison. I didn't know what part of Wisconsin. I would, I would stretch that out. I'd make it last a week. At least, yeah. yeah. You know, I've admitted my... Uh, Confusion as to whether I should continue plowing through Cormac McCarthy's newest novel called The Passenger. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, I've compounded the problem. I, I read the review of it last night in the current issue of The New Yorker, and I didn't get the review. I couldn't understand the review, <laughs> which... What? That's a bad sign. Yeah, especially with, with the New Yorkers. If you're reading a review of the book in the New Yorker and you don't understand the review, how in the hell are you going to understand the book? I thought you canceled your subscription to the New Yorker. Not yet. Oh, you were going to. Ah, uh, there's a kid I used to have who wants it, so I just give it to her all the time. Okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Only. So wait, well, was that confusing? Is that the well, reviewer was very precious and oh. writing at such an academic level that I, I, I struggled to but understand the review. That isn't that required to write for the New Yorker? Yeah. You have to be a snob. Yeah, kind of. And so you never <laughs> do what you just did. Never admit you didn't understand something in the New Yorker. Yeah, that would, makes you a, a, an yeah. SEO like me. Well, I was going right. to say, isn't that the equivalent of rookie and I? If we were to look at it, go, bleep that word. Yeah, bleep don't that, that word. Bleep bleep that that word. Cormac McCarthy's got a lot of bleep that words. Oh, really? You would not. Yeah, I had to have a dictionary. Um, <laughs> and aren't they known for their extremely highbrow uh, comics that, that aren't funny? The, the cartoons, not comics. Yeah, the oh, cartoons, yeah. they think they're so funny. I don't know why I'm thinking of this now. I meant to bring it up earlier. Did you see the video? Of okay, the Washington Post, we all agree, has become very precious. Mm -hmm. They lost somewhere in the neighborhood of 500,000 subscribers, Ooh. and there was massive layoffs. And someone captured all this on video. Oh, this was the, the CEO. The, so you uh, saw publisher. this too. Yeah. And people went nuts. And it said turning out, or the base of the caption was, turns out going woke does, in fact, make you broke. Yeah, I, I dispute that figure 500,000 subscribers. That's, that's not possible. Okay, well, they don't have that many okay. subscribers. Well, let me let me look it up. I'll, I'll make sure I got the right information. That doesn't that doesn't ring true. Washington Post. I, I can hear John Height chastising him right now. Probably five hundred thousand. 
Uh, I mean, what would that leave them? Okay, right here. Uh, the Washington Post. And you're reading what? This is a tweet from a just Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, this is a journalist by the name. I, I don't know who this person is, but apparently he works for Newsmax, a gentleman by the name of Benny Johnson. Uh, and he also works for apparently Turning Point. Benny Johnson tweeted this on the on December 14th. Washington Post CEO just announced massive layoffs as the publication hemorrhages subscribers. 500,000 lost this year alone. Uh, listen I don't to believe it. I, I'd have to have that verified by somebody who's not on Twitter. What's Newsmax's agenda? I don't know. 500,000? What, what would that leave them for subscribers? Just Google uh, how many subscriptions does the Washington Post have? I'm not leaving the show now. You're gonna, we're it. getting to the bottom no. of this. What time's your flight? <laughs> it's okay. We're good. We're good. I that, that's not about. plausible, 500,000. All right. The Washington Post has okay uh this is according to the new york times the post now has fewer than three million paying digital subscribers it had hailed internally near the end of 2020 according to several people at the organization this is dated august 30th of 2022 so maybe they lost five hundred thousand digital subscriptions still leaving them two and a half million and well obviously they had massive layoffs because of cost-cutting measures and so we're clear, Newsmax is an American right-wing to far-right cable news and digital media company founded by Christopher Ruddy in 98. All right. Now, as long as I've got this page open, Rook, how many subscriptions does the Pioneer Press have? Ooh, 17. Look it up. Should I? Yeah. Look up? yeah. Just trying to make a joke. Look it up. Uh, 12. Uh, Are those guys still on it? The uh, That scumbag hedge fund guy. Yeah. Um, it's. I don't want to make you sad as before the week. That's all how right. Many, how many million? No, we got. I can't 30? even find it, but all I can see is all the discounts they're offering for online digital subscriptions. They'll pay me. <laughs> no hiring. <laughs> Apply in the office. No, so it's because we love. Only because they come to us, all the way. From Marlith Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. On this day, today is yep. December 16th. In 1814, Horace W.S. Cleveland was born in Lancaster, Mass. A visionary landscape artist, he designed many parks and boulevards in the Twin Cities, including Coco Park. St. Anthony Park, Minnehaha Park, Summit Avenue, and the drives along the Mississippi River. Well, we owe a debt of gratitude to Mr. Horace W.S. Cleveland. I'll be I'll dipped. I'll be dipped. On this day in 1884, oh, machinist William H. Fruin of Minneapolis was issued the first U.S. patent for an automatic liquid dispensing vending machine which discharged a uniform amount of liquid from a reservoir when a coin was placed in a slot. An enthusiastic fisherman, Fruin had settled earlier in the year at the western edge of the city and began excavating near his home for the construction of a fish pond in which to keep his catch of fresh fish for eating. Wow. The discovery of a pure spring in a glen led Fruin to sell jugs and then coolers of fresh water, which became what? Glenwood 
Englewood, whatever it's called on Glenwood Avenue. Glenwood Springs now, Glenwood Englewood Water Company. You are correct. Oh, and on this day in 1889, uh, December 16th, the Minneapolis Public Library opened with Herbert Putnam as librarian. If that isn't the greatest name for a librarian, I don't know what is. Herbert now, was, Putnam was she binary or uh, that's a guy. Oh, under an agreement with the Minneapolis Athenaeum. The public library board provided a building and staff to lend the Athenaeum's books, thereby making them available to the city, I'm sorry, to the citizens of Minneapolis. So in 1889, we had a library and we had bottled water. And we, we had, had, had streets and way. parks. Do you have one of those little library box things at the end of your driveway no, where you not. can take a book and no, leave a book? But I invariably, on my walk, look at the titles in those little Libraries. I'm just thinking yours is full of like water lying. No. There was one ballpark. You FYI in it? Yep. Mr. FYI is waiting. Hi, John. Kenny left the conversation a couple of weeks ago, so he can't see this text. Uh, Johnny says, hi. Wall Street Journal says that they've lost 500000 since January of 2021, so about two years. Wow. Thanks for listening to the show today, John. Wow. Wow. John. The newsman was all over that. He was probably cussing at me along the way. Yeah. Oh, I need to point out one thing. Uh, thank you to everyone that participated in the Garage Logic 1000th podcast auction. Some great deals were happening. Events like that are cool because it ties together, obviously, the show, the listeners, and a lot of our clients. And it was neat. It was a big success. So thank you to everyone that participated thank uh, you. in that. Congrats. And also, Sarah sent us a very cool video, and she basically sent it to me because she knew that I was going to be the only one that would like it. Rooks, I'll show you the video when we're done. There's a guy that did took holiday decorations at his house to an entirely new level to the Top Gun Maverick theme. Oh, my it's God. It's so that, cool. That has nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> or when you see it, you say, America. Hashtag America. So thank you, Sarah. That's really cool. Is, I'm, she, dressed, the, uh, is she dressed provocatively in the video? It's a big word, Kenny. No, it's a, it's a picture of a guy's house with his provocatively. Um, and I'll put that on the Garage Logic show page for today. Rook, well, when you do that with the show page, and then if you want to poke around Pod MN for some uh, Minnesota-based, not all Minnesota-based, I think it's pretty much an inventory of podcasts that may or may not interest you. It's PodMN.com. Swing over to YouTube, sign up, subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube page. A lot of subscriptions because we want to find out who is actually listening to Garage Logic and who likes the extras. The extras are found on YouTube when you subscribe, and the Garage Logic Town Council. What a great Christmas gift. we got to figure out how people can give that as a Christmas gift. I had one person email me. We can. We can do that? I have that person email me, and I'll get them in touch. Just go to Share the Love of Garage Logic on the Garage Logic website. Called Share the Love? Yeah, I think so. Sha la 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 la. Okay, we're clear. Uh, hey, Joe, I forget to ask. What? Huh? So they're, they're trying to time the 1,000th podcast with the actual date of the 1,000th podcast deal. So Ross is wondering, uh, Reeves, knowing that you're working the 23rd and Monday the 2nd, um, he's wondering he's wondering if you only want to do one show that week, but I said I'll have to instead of the three. No, I don't. Okay. 
he's worried about the timing of the 1000 right but it can you know, I'll, I'll i'll pick your when would this 1000 poll january 17th what night is that i think it's a wednesday that is a tuesday tuesday it is as usual yes i'm ready for you the Trump baseball cards sold out promptly. Dude, hang on one second. I forgot to do this. We got a good Roycey laugh, but not the belly jiggler I was looking for. Right. Um, deal. Friday pod. Today's the 16th. Okay. The Trump. What now? Baseball cards. Do I capitalize baseball? No. No. Sold out promptly. Okay. And the next sentence would be fool me once, period. Okay. Uh, more sad observations about the Brooklyn Center High School anti police mural. Anti-dash police center. Um, is that a position of the Brooklyn Center High School? Uh, Anti-police mural. Anti-dash police mural. Anti-dash police mural. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Anything uh, else? Yeah, Roycey oh, Sports. And uh, Rook breaks into an unusual Christmas song. Oh my God. Cameron's on the town council. He just sent a picture of his view. Wow. Camera, you are living life. Did I just call him Cameron? Yeah. Cameron, uh, you're living life to its fullest. Where? Where at? Homer, Alaska. Nice. Wow. Yeah, except it's winter eight months a year. Wow. Oh, what's he got here? Oh, I think I got an answer for you. The Corvette is from 1990. Uninteresting. Okay. But it's probably a sweetheart. Oh, God. It, I guarantee it's got Reavers 11,000 miles. Well, is it for sale? I don't know. It, no, that that one might be handed down to a. I mean, grand. your brother might end up with that. No, that'll go to it'll go to my cousin, yeah. probably if a grandkid. He drove four thousand four hundred thirty-five miles. Wow, fun! That is a haul, man. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I came close when I went to and from San Diego. How do you send a town council as a gift? How do you do that? Um, you go to the website. And then uh, it says, "Give the gift of garage logic." You working it at the airport? And then uh, they'll get well, you. You what do what you pay for, it, and then they give you a code. Okay, you there you go, Rob. Girlfriend's parents. Website, something about a website, something about give this gift, something about pay up. Who is it, Rob? Just Rob. Just email me, and I'll I'll help you out. All right, you heard him, Rob. Although not today. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll get up your life to take him to the airport. I don't mind at all. I mean, I will bail you out if you have to. No, it's not, it's not a problem. We just have to make a couple stops then on the way. Because it's just nonstop. Where are you going, by the way? One or two? Going to the main one or not the main one? Um, I mean, guess what I'm flying. 
spirit. That's You're not going the, the main, main one. one. He's going to the main That's one. Well, I thought it was at two. Frontiers at two. Swamp ass airline. I, I basically just f and get me there. I don't Bring your own chair. You know, I'm old school and I have a concern. <laughs> okay. Is that? Of course, cars don't need to be broken in anymore, do they? I was going to say, is that good for a new car to get in it and suddenly drive it 3,000 miles? I've done it. 2,000 miles? The third time I've done it. Oh. Is it brand new? Yeah. The 23. Just got off the train two days ago. I about to find you, out. You won't make it past Chicago. Well, that's, I'm, yeah. Make sure you put the pink windshield wiper juice in there. Yeah, uh, I know. That's, I learned my lesson when I bought that freaking aviator in uh la you still have that no i i it, my nephew's driving it now so all you got is the jag and the uh chevy didn't you burn the engine up on that or something mm -mm. Oh. no that's when i called Sooch because i was driving through the freaking mountains in wyoming i thought your brother put an engine in one of your old crap cans uh, i don't think so the chevy or Chevy Citation. Oh yeah, that, that terrain. Yes, yeah, Rob, Robbie did the Chevy Citation. Yep, I sure do. Remember the red Monte Carlo that Kenny used to drive? No. What was that piece of crap? <laughs> Impala. Sixty-five Impala. Oh, Impala. Shot Kala. Oh, Twenty-inch blades on the Impala. Coming in with his long, curly, smelly hair. <laughs> Whatever you do, Those you need to go days. home right away. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that thing had a uh, giant backseat area. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving it right there, Joe. But yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, cars in those days were roomy. Yeah. They sure were. I got a big backyard. Uh, and I don't. no center council, just the bench seat. So they, the girlfriends would always cozy up right next to you. Yeah. You never see that anymore. Right. Because you used to see the gals. Yeah, the well, it's, all the time. it's the center council. Yeah, I guess. It's a, it's a, is it a function of love gone awry oh, or, oh. Or, or car manufacturing? I think they just get to a point where they hate us. They get <laughs> to a point where they just don't like you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand. So, did he say that? Was he talking about the relationship between you guys? I didn't get that whole setup. I didn't either. No, I had a phone. He was, he was referring to himself. Oh, in in our relationship, he just didn't word it correctly. I got okay. Yeah, I thought he was talking about the DA, the game of flaws. I, well, yeah, I didn't. I, I guess I didn't understand. All that. right, I'm gonna go shovel, shovel around. All right, well, that'll be fun. You gotta get that stuff moved before she freezes, bruh. Yeah, you know. Well, I think I'm locking out on the Wasn't it supposed to get sun frizzing? Sun's helping you out. It's not supposed to get below zero for the weekend. Oh. See you, Ken. <laughs> Good talk. Bye, Ken. <laughs> You're not All here right. Bye, town council. I am not here on Monday. I've not heard back from Anna's people. I told them, okay, Monday.